most of us might agree that many of the problems we face in life are made worse by individual or people factors. And at the same time, we can recognize that the same individuals and groups have untapped resources. And we can release their potential through self-development work, through learning from positive psychology, neuropsychology, behavior, cognitive, and performance science. I'm your host, Anna Malikian. And before we start, please remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone to access all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. And if you want to get a free copy of my book, Mindset Zone, the first chapter, please go to mindset.zone forward slash book. I decided to publish a book that is the namesake of this podcast, Mindset Zone. And it's all about how we can leverage our mindsets to tap into our potential. And while I was writing the introduction of the book, I dive into how we can define mindsets, because there are nearly as many definitions of mindsets as mindset experts out there. And yet we can categorize most of these into three different approaches. And probably the most well-known one and that is being popularized by positive psychology is seeing mindsets as beliefs. There is another approach that is a lot based in research in cognitive psychology that focus on the information processing styles used to master different types of tasks or different types of tasks, we have a mindset that allow us to be successful to do those tasks. And finally, there is another approach that is quite frequently seen in organizational leadership uh, that tends to see mindsets as predispositions that inform our worldviews, that is filters to which we look at the world. So, I think it's important to clarify these different approaches to be able to identify them when people speak about mindset. So let's look to each of them. So like many others in positive psychology, Dr. Carol Dweck, that is a person that I speak a lot here. She's a professor of psychology at Stanford University, and she sees mindsets as the beliefs we hold about your human potential for learning and change. In her book, uh, Mindsets, The New Psychology of Success, Dr. Dweck speaks about fix and grow mindsets. And I speak about this a lot on this podcast. But let me give you just here a recap. Consider an ability 
that you don't think you are particularly good at. For me, it's singing. <laughs> it's very difficult to believe that I can ever be good enough singer to perform in front of an audience. In essence, I have a fixed mindset around my singing. My self-perception about singing is to believe that I was not lucky enough to be born with that innate talent. So I must resign myself and accept the facts of nature. Can you identify an ability you see yourself lacking the talent to be good at? If so, then you have just identify a fixed mindset. And on the other hand, we have a growth mindset when we hold the belief that through dedication and hard work, we can develop our talents and skills around a specific area. Me, I wasn't very good at school to the point that I almost fell in lower school because of my bad spelling due to undiagnosed dyslexia. Yet, I held the belief that I had what I needed to make it through school if I work hard enough. I was open to learning, which made me more resilient. And I exceed my own expectations ending high school as one of the top students. In hindsight, dyslexia became my superpower. Having to work sometimes twice as hard to achieve the same results as some of my peers without dyslexia had allowed me to develop grit. Plus, I could channel my stubbornness in a positive way. And now I understand that more than a learning disorder, dyslexia, it's just a different way of processing information that can have important advantage. In my particular case, it helped me to excel in pattern detection and problem solving. So this is an example of mindsets as believe about our capacity of changing and learning. And we can have both fixed mindsets about something and growth mindsets about other things in our lives. Now for another way of seeing mindsets that is really also very interesting. And there is an impressive body of research behind it. It's from cognitive psychology. And many cognitive psychologists see mindsets as that information processing sets we use in response to do a given task. For instance, choosing goals requires a different mindset than implementing them. When we decide what we want to do, the goal setting, for instance, we need to be more open to different possibilities. Once the goals are clear, and we focus on accomplish them, deciding where, when, how to act, we have a different mindset to be successful. And interesting, even before I was aware of the research behind this that differentiates the deliberative versus implemental mindsets, I had a hunch that despite of all glory we give to being focused, allowing ourselves 
the creativity of being out of focus, so to speak, has merits too. I even record in several podcast episodes emphasizing the importance of remaining unfocused, to be open to new ideas and options versus when we need to be laser focused to get things done. And this differentiation is very important. And understanding how we process the information, what are the things that work better in certain circumstances and different than other situations really allow us to leverage the power that we have in our brain. And really interesting to look to research and to see these nuances, we can take a lot out of them. There is even a book that uh, I'm really exploring that is Rethinking Positive Thinking that uh, really can provide interesting insights uh, that explain why a lot of talking, mainly in popular positive psychology in the media, doesn't work. So this will be explored possibly in another podcast just for that, another podcast episode. But now, so we saw, I'm speaking about two different uh, like schools of perspectives of the approach of seeing mindsets. Mindsets as believe, uh, as is popularized in positive psychology. And Dr. Carol Dweck uh, is one of the authors that we know better and in the forefront of it and the uh, really powerful to the beliefs that they have the fixed mindset or the growth mindset in terms of change and learning. And mindsets as that information processing sets that we can use or uh, be successful in a specific task from goal setting, for instance. We have a specific mindset that allows us to be successful on that, that is different, that the information processing grouping that we have to do for implementing. Then there is very interesting research about that. And finally, another vantage point, another approach that uh, many organizational leadership experts have is seeing uh, mindsets as cognitive filters individuals and communities use to see the world around them. So mindsets in this case, they work as frame of reference, as kind of mental shortcuts, like heuristics. For instance, the global mindset executives needs to develop when leading multinational teams. So to succeed, they must sustain a global business orientation while adapting to the local environments and cultures. This is really important to have that filter, that frame of reference that allow to deal with the complexity of the different levels of the organization and of a big corporation. Another example of uh, mindsets as this frame of reference, I use it in my case to explain what are the best strategies to unlock human potential. Because I think most of us I agree that many of the problems we face in life are made worse by individual or people factors. And at the same time, we can recognize that the same individuals and groups have untapped resources. And we can release their potential through self-development work, 
through learning from positive psychology, neuropsychology, behavior, cognitive, and performance science. This inner work is foundational to unleash the capabilities we all have as human beings. We have a huge amount of potential that can be released. And equally important is to recognize that we are connecting beings. If we learn how to tap into the power of connections, groups, and communities, we can amplify our potential in significant ways. So we have the inner work that can unleash a lot of potential, the work on the connections, that outer work that really can also uh, amplify all our humanity in a big way. And if we bring another dimension, the systems where we interact and live with all their complexity, systemic rules, and diversity, this can help us to unlock this in a exponential way the power that we have as humans. And most of the times we are not aware of all these dimensions. So using more of the power available to us from these different dimensions, the inner dimension, the outer the connections and the systems really allow us to transform problems into solutions and bring innovation to the picture. And this is this holistic framework allow us to expand what's possible in a big way. So it is very important for me because it's all about expanding possibilities. And I love when I'm reading and listening to people speaking about mindsets to see from which perspective are they more anchor when they are speaking and try to see these nuances. When myself, when I speak about mindset, I really try to bring these perspectives together because my shorthand definition of mindset comes directly from the etymology of the, of the word, the origin of the word mindset. So if you look to the origin of the word mindset is habits of mind. Habits of mind formed by previous experience. Yes, we can embrace mindsets as habits that our minds and these habits of our mind formed by previous experience depend on beliefs, conscious and unconscious, that we form along the way. Okay? So if we see these, the things that we do in a constant way, the way that we look to the world, the beliefs that we have, conscious and unconscious, that we form along our lives, that will uh, allow us to develop the growth and the fixed mindsets around so many things. And yet, to expand, we know that sometimes we have to challenge these beliefs and we have to challenge what we think we know or even see with our own eyes. So we can develop and multiply our potential in many different ways by uncover our blind spots, for instance. And at the same time, understanding our cognitive processes can also help us adapt to new challenge and expand possibilities. Learning how our brain works to solve tasks and challenge can be incredibly powerful in unlocking our potential. 
And learning about habit formation and transformation can help us shift our mindset in very resourceful ways. So it's the beliefs is what we learn about how our cognitions and brain works. And at the same time, if we acknowledge that individual, group, and cultural systems are involved in any given situation, and we try to see what are the filters that we are using, uh, that many times we are seeing things from a frame of reference, a work frame that we are not aware that we are using. It's like when we have contact lenses or glasses that we forgot that we are wearing. And if we are aware of it and the rules behind it, then we can understand more about what is going on. And it's especially important in our world that is constantly changing in the corporation world and all the change that is accelerating. And think about all the diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives, that there are so many nuances. So, And if we don't understand the system, the complexity, uh, there can be some missteps there. So all these beliefs, uh, the way that our cognitions and brain work and the system, the, the big view is all important when we try to see how the habits that our mind form by previous experience are in action in what we are doing and what we are planning to do. So because the mindsets uh, seeing in this complexity and in these nuances, they can be a huge leverage point that can allow us to transform ourselves, uh, our working teams and organizations that we belong to. They are really powerful when we understand their complexity. So learning to tap into the power of our mindsets is truly a powerful way to produce big changes in our lives and in the world around us. And it's one of the goals of this podcast is to help you to enter into the mindset zone to do just that. So please follow this podcast and help spread the word by recommending it to a couple of friends and colleagues. Word of mouth is so important. Just speak Mindset Zone, find Mindset Zone in whatever app you use to listen to your podcasts or go to mindset.zone, not .com, but .zone to find this podcast. Always a pleasure. I hope to see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening and remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. And if you want to get a free copy of the first chapter of my book, Mindset Zone, please go to mindset.zone zone or slash book. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world. <laughs>